Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Roast. I'm your host, Matt Zimmer. Digging into daily entrepreneur uh, education lessons. Let's go with. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the art of the deal. Um, So I haven't read the Donald Trump book. Maybe you have. uh, But I'm going to give you my own kind of spin on it. um, And we'll see if it, it gives some people good advice. So, you know, this is really a a sales message. Um, I think maybe you've kind of gotten a little bit of that from the last couple of podcasts from me that um, I think that's a really important topic that um, is really missing from a lot of technical entrepreneurs today. Um, but really coming to a deal is is a sales process, which shouldn't be overly surprising. Um, but there are a couple of key components when really constructing deal Um, and constructing a good deal that uh, you might want to think about and consider um, as you're getting into the negotiation process. I think um, this wasn't really on my notes, but but maybe top of mind. Number one is a good deal is something that really there is no winner. Um, It's it's something that both parties win, and, and a good deal creates a relationship that is greater than the sum of its parts. So when you're going into a negotiation, it's important to realize that you're not going in to the deal to win. And if that is how you're going into a deal, you will likely lose. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't end up with the better terms on paper. But if a deal is not mutually beneficial, what happens is over the long term, that deal begins to break down. And the the party that got the lesser of the offer um, really will end up feeling that. And at at some point, we'll need to lower their service, um, you know, may just get upset or angry or, you know, voice frustration. But there'll be some amount of deterioration over over the course of uh the life of, of doing business with this person. Um, so unless you're planning on, you know, really short-term contra- um, transactional type deal flow, it's important to recognize that what you're building is, is long-term business relationships and the cost associated with landing a, a, a long-term deal is, is very high. And so, you know, when you're going into a deal, understanding that the costs of actually putting together that deal are, are extraordinarily high, you really only want to have to go through that once. Um, or, you know, if you need to modify and stuff like that, that you you, you approach it with the same, um, you know, the same mindset that, that it really is a long-term um, relationship and figuring out how to stay in those relationships is far easier than trying to, to create new relationships. Um, so, that's kind of maybe the overall perspective on, on how to approach a deal. Um, so the three kind of top line bullet points, um, I made three, three kind of top line bullet points for, for how to approach a deal. Um, so let's go through those now. So number one is, is knowing what you want. You need to really have thought through what are the deal points, you know, that, that I actually care about. And not only do you need to know what you want, 
you need to know how to articulate that and basically, you know, really know how to tell the other person what you want. And you need to kind of figure out how to do that in a way that they understand what you want. Um, you know, the way you talk, the way you speak, the way you convey ideas, it may make sense in your head. And frankly, it may make sense when you talk to the people around you. Um, but you don't really know until you talk to somebody on the other side of, of the table. And I think oftentimes you see this with uh, technical founders. Um, they generally, you know, go in and, and are uh, when they're maybe practicing their, their pitch, um, they're talking to other technically minded people. So a lot of those ideas are fairly easy to convey and you can kind of skip over the complexity um, of talking about what you want because the other person, the other side of the table just kind of gets it. But when you end up going to sell your product or get investment, you end up talking to somebody that does not have the same skill set as you. And what that requires you to do is change the way you're talking and change your assumptions about what the other person on the other table understands. And that will force you to really run just your, your speech pattern through a filter and figure out how to talk, how to convey idea to let the other person know what you want and what's important to you. All right, so that's step one, know what you want and, and know how to convey it. Number two is be honest. Now being honest doesn't mean being weak. It doesn't mean getting pushed around, but it means, it means being honest. It means not lying. Um, it doesn't necessarily saying, say it doesn't necessarily mean you know unloading you know all your your word vomit in one go either but it does mean that when you speak that you are you're being honest um so when you're being honest in a deal you want to let the other side you want to let them know your position you want to know what's important to you you want to let them know what you want you want to let them know where you're going to stand firm. So is price a non-negotiable? Is payment terms a non-negotiable? Is, you know, lifetime of a of a exclusive relationship non-negotiable? What are your non-negotiables? And then you want to let them know where where you can bend. What isn't important to you? Because at the end of the day, the likelihood that what's extremely important to you and what's extremely important to them are are exactly the same, it's a very low probability. Very low probability. And the likelihood is that the things that you don't care about are actually things that your customer probably cares about and is willing to pay you for if you're willing to be flexible on them. So really being upfront and honest and in and, and, and an open book um, is super important. Um, you know, as you, as you get into uh, discussing a deal. So I think the, the last thing, so let's be honest. So we've got know, know what you want, be honest. And really last is know that these things take time. There, there's a very low chance of the first time you meet a, a client or customer, or potential client customer, that you are were, you were going to close a deal. In fact, 
you know, these things could take years. And understanding that really what a deal is, is, is a, is, is a relationship. It's, it's forming, you know, that, that bond, uh, that common bond around business, you know, that, that is how you need to approach a deal. It's, it's like dating somebody, you, you know, you don't, well, (laughs) if you're pursuing your wife, let's say, you know, you don't want to come off too hot, too quick, right? You gotta, you gotta play it a little cool. You gotta warm up. You gotta learn about the other person, figure out what their favorite ice cream is. Um, you know, those types of things. And it deals the same way. If you're coming in, your immediate goal is, is, you know, if you're, if you're on this always be closing mentality, um, that gets real tired real quick. And you may be successful. I'm not saying that you can't always close a deal like that. But understand that that type of deal is, is very transactional. And what you're doing is you are, you're trading long-term value for short-term. And, you know, really, again, if we talk about the cost of a sale, what you're doing by, by, by making a deal transactional like that is you're essentially saying this deal needs the amount of value that I will get out of a long-term relationship is relatively low. So I need to close this once and then move on and keep firing deal after deal, after deal, after deal, after deal. And I don't believe that's the right mentality. Cause I believe if you can close a deal that that deal should pay dividends long into the future. And really you should be able to get paid or if it's not getting paid, you should, you know, should be able to have access to materials or access to production capacity or access to server hosting or, you know, just access to professional talent that will pay dividends in the future. And that doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean it's transactional. When I say pay dividends, it means that it allows you to operate in your business in the manner that you want to operate in and make a reasonable amount of money on that business. If you're doing business with people and they would rather see you fail than succeed, you're doing business with the wrong people. Because if we're doing business with people and we're producing a real product that consumers at the end of the day want, there should be enough money in the system for us to survive. So those are real three. Those are my three uh, bullet points for the art of the deal. Again, know what you want, be honest, and know that these things take time. And I think approaching a deal with that mentality. Um, really will create strong partnerships that last a long time rather than short-term, you know, short-term goals and objectives that you have to keep repeating over and over and over and over and over into, into eternity. Um, So I think that's it for this podcast. Again, this is Fresh Roast. Um, If you like it, feel free to share it with friends or I would, I would ask you to share it with friends. Um, and I'd really like to hear, uh, if there are other topics that people would like me to talk about. Again, you can email me at support at ocengine.com or at mattzimmer at gmail.com. And I will get to your questions. Thanks again. Have a good day.